We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. I appreciate y'all's patience. I had to get a couple last-minute graphics done there, so I'm getting off to a little bit of a late start, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. I, I got a good show planned for y'all today in today's midweek rundown. Just a quick reminder, uh, we will not be doing a mailbag at the end of the show. I'll respond to any super chats that, that you guys send in there, but we're just going to kind of rock and roll on the content today. Number one, we're going to talk about Sam Hartman versus NC State. The really intriguing aspect of this matchup, in my opinion, or at least one of the many intriguing aspects of this matchup, is the fact that so many players at Notre Dame have never really played against NC State. Actually, I believe all but one has never played against NC State. Sam Hartman is quite familiar with NC State. Um, they're obviously from the same division in the ACC, so he's faced against NC State three times. He's one and two against NC State. We're also going to talk about Brennan Armstrong. And what Notre Dame needs to do to keep Brennan Armstrong in check, which then in turn slows down the NC State offense. And so we'll discuss that. And then, of course, we'll discuss a little bit of uh, week two action. There's some interesting games this weekend, and and we'll dive into those at the end of the show as well. So that is going to be the topics for today's podcast. Let's begin, however, with Notre Dame uh, quarterback Sam Hartman going against NC State. And there's a few angles that 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 intrigued me about this matchup. Number one is obviously just the Hartman versus NC State comparison. And, and I'll dive into that. But the other part of it that, that's going to sort of tie into this conversation is going to come down to what does what does Notre Dame mean or say what does being at Notre Dame do for Sam Hartman? And does is is that going to really tell us a lot about just how good this team could be? Because even though NC State may not be, you know, a, a, a great team on Notre Dame's schedule, and they're not. We talked about NC State yesterday, and I really like this football team at NC State. I had them in my preseason top twenty-five. They stayed in my preseason top twenty-five. I thought going on the road and and earning a hard-fought victory at UConn was a solid season-opening victory for them. Uh, I, I feel I, when I when I look at this football team, I love their coordinators. I do. I've talked about this. You guys have heard us. At least you've heard me for since I since I started this podcast, 
and started Irish Breakdown, you know, Notre Dame's gone against Robert and I. Like, like, what's interesting is the first game that I covered uh, when I launched Irish Breakdown was the Virginia game. That was the first game that we covered back in 2019. That was a Robert and I offense. Uh, you look at 2021 when they went against uh, Virginia that season as well. That was a Robert and I offense. 2022 at Syracuse. So you all have heard me sing his praises plenty of times over the years. And, you know, obviously I have a high regard for him. And as much as I dislike the 3-3-5 defense, I've also said there's one coach who I enjoy doing it. And, and you know, it's a defensive coordinator in today's game. And that obviously is Tony Gibson, who I think does a really, really nice job. So we'll dive into those aspects of it. But the other part of it, too, is, as I said, is – and this is where we'll kind of start. Obviously, Sam Hartman's one and two against NC State, as I mentioned. They lost last year in 2000 and – in uh, in 22, they lost 30, 30 to 21. It's Wake Forest won the matchup in 2021 by a 45 to 42 score. And then in 2020, NC State won by a 45 to 42 score. So uh, in two of those matchups, we did see Wake Forest score a lot of points. Last year's game was uh, interesting, to say the least. Wake Forest had a 14 to 10 lead in the second quarter. NC State scored late in the second quarter to take a seven-point lead. Then they scored the first two times of the second half. They scored a touchdown and a field goal in the third quarter. Wake Forest uh, responded with a 29-yard touchdown, 99-yard drive in the fourth quarter. And it had a tw- ended with a 29-yard touchdown from uh, Sam Hartman to A.T. Perry to make it 27-21. And then NC State went down the field and kicked field goal. And uh, actually, it was a couple of possessions uh, later they kicked a field goal. And a big part of last year's game was the fact that Sam Hartman turned the ball over three times. And you look at the year before. Uh, Sam Hartman put up a lot of numbers last season, the year before, not quite as good of numbers, but again, three turnovers. And in, in that case, though, he, however, he counted for a lot more touchdowns. We'll get into uh, Wake had a big lead in that game a couple times. Uh, and then NC State battled back. Wake in 2021 had a 21 to 13, or excuse me, a 21 to 6 lead. NC State made it 21 20 with a, with a um, couple touchdowns. And then uh, NC State went up in the halftime 24 20. Or excuse me, Wake did. NC State scored first in the second half. Then uh, Sam Hartman led them on two touchdown drives, both ending with him throwing the throwing touchdowns. They took a 38-37 lead, 38-27 lead. Uh, NC State answered back. Wake went down and scored, made it a 10-point game. And then NC State scored a touchdown with 45 seconds left to make it a three-point game. So it was a, a game that, that Wake controlled for the most part that season. Uh, before obviously uh, NC State scored late, the the game in 2020 was the most competitive of of the three games. NC State actually took an early 21-7 lead. Wake came back, tied the game up 21-21. NC State went back up 14. Uh, Wake then scored the next two touchdowns to make it 35-35. NC State made it 30 uh, 38 to 40. Five, Wake scored with nine minutes left to go up 42-38, and then NC State scored with five minutes left to go up 45-42, and then that was the decisive uh, uh, score of that game. So it was just – it was a a little bit more competitive. I felt kind of back and forth a little bit more, even though NC State a couple times pulled ahead with two two touchdown scores. And and so that that part of that matchup is very interesting. And and here's where I look at it from a big picture thing of why I think we're going to learn about Notre Dame with Sam Hartman. Because I've I've made this point before, Sam Hartman did some great things at Wake Forest, and his team success was was good relative to where he was. Uh, going eleven and three two years ago for Wake Forest is an exceptional season. At Notre Dame, that's a good season. It's what you expect at Notre Dame. For Wake Forest, it's not something they do very often. 
and you know even eight and five last season and making it to a bowl game winning a bowl game uh, last season those are just things that for a long time at wake forest were not assumed to that were going to happen and it speaks to the job dave clausen has done and obviously sam hartman played a big role in that but you look at it and say well that but that's Notre Dame didn't bring Sam Hartman here to go eight and five or 11 and three. They brought Sam Hartman here to compete for a championship. And you say, well, you're bringing a guy in that's never won at that level. They got smacked in the ACC title game two years ago. How, how does he help you win? Well, it comes down to it is the, the, the answer is, and it, this remains to be seen is the team is better. I think we all believe the team is better, but they still have to show it on the field. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Football season is upon us, which means my schedule is ramping up even more than normal. And it makes it a lot harder to spend as much time cooking and preparing meals as I want and need. And eating healthy can be especially challenging. That's why I'm looking forward to getting ramped up with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, which can help me fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to my door. With Factor, you can skip the extra trip to the grocery store and save a lot of time on food prep, but you don't have to miss out on the flavor. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to go in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. And then we can get back to work. And you can choose from over 34 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals. You can level up and get Gourmet Plus options and treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. There are also lunch-to-go options and Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving. And you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of over 45 add-ons including breakfast items like the delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. You can also try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And they have a great deal for Irish Breakdown listeners. Head to factor.com irish50 and use code irish50 to get 50% off. That's code Irish50 at factormeals.com forward slash Irish50 to get 50% off. Try it and enjoy. And so the interesting thing is this is one of those games that more than any game on the schedule, there's two really, this game and then Clemson, actually, those two games more than any other games in the schedule, give us a chance to truly evaluate, I, I think, where Notre Dame is relative to some of these other programs and and how 
how much being at Notre Dame can help Sam Hartman. And I think that not only matters to where Notre Dame is this season, but it also matters in future seasons when Notre Dame needs to go to the transfer portal for whoever, uh, but especially a quarterback is, look, it's one thing to you know put up numbers. And so far, Sam Hartman hasn't put up crazy numbers. At, at Notre Dame and and you know obviously part of it's because he's really only played two halves of football they you know they came out in the the third quarter of of the game against uh, Navy and, and he threw a little bit but you know they most of the production came in the first the first half of that game um, and then you look at last week he was literally out of the game at halftime so that that's led into the numbers I mean he threw for 197 yards last week in a game and you look at well, 197 yards in a game that's not, that's not big time production in two quarters. So we haven't really seen Notre Dame need him for four quarters, and that's kind of tamped the production down. But I, I've said before, I don't anticipate Sam Hartman throwing for the same num- amount of yards he threw two years ago at NC State when he threw for 4,200 yards. I hope last year's production is more of what we see when, when it was 3,700 yards and, and high 30s and touchdowns, which he is on pace for, for that from a production standpoint. But it's more so about looking at if you're a quarterback and you look at what Sam Hartman did at Wake Forest, and the production he had. But then you look at the win-loss record. And then you look at Sam Hartman at Notre Dame, and you say, well, you know, the production was still good, you hope. But, man, look what they were able to do as a team. And that play is going to play a big role, in my opinion, in, in Notre Dame being able to be able to kind of sell to people, like, look, if they ever need to transfer portal quarterback again or any other tr- portal player, it's going to give them a chance. And I, so I think there's a lot more at stake here for Notre Dame than just Sam Hartman in this season. It's also saying, hey, you can come to Notre Dame as a portal guy and have big-time success, and we can really build you up. And this game against NC State is the first opportunity to give visible evidence of what being at Notre Dame does for you relative to what being at NC State does. And here's here's what I mean. If Sam Hartman goes out there and puts up numbers and has similar stat line to what he did at NC State, then it's like, okay, great, but what's the result? If the result is similar, you know, close win, close loss, to what he had at NC State, you're like, well, it, it, being at Notre Dame is really no different than being a Wake Forest at that point in time. I don't, I don't know how much that helps you. But if Sam Harden's able to go out there and have a lot of success and control the game and Notre Dame's able to dominate this game or win, I so when I mean dominate NC State, it's like a 14 to 17 point win where you're clearly the better team for four quarters. That speaks volumes and I think helps Notre Dame show people they're like, hey, look, Sam Hartman elevates Notre Dame, right? And and this is a point that 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 Sean Davis has made to me in our conversations, and I believe he's made it on his show as well. Is but Notre Dame also elevates Sam Hartman, and and that's the the the, the sort of the rub here. It's not just what can Sam Hartman do for Notre Dame. It's also what can Notre Dame do for Sam or what can Sam Hartman. It's not just what Notre Dame can do for Sam Hartman, but it's also what Notre Dame, Sam Hartman can do for Notre Dame. It's that it's that kind of that two way street that you look at and and it also gives us a chance to find out is Sam Hartman a better quarterback at Notre Dame than he was at at, at Wake Forest by better I do not necessarily mean production that's not necessarily what I'm referring to here by better I'm also referring to uh, how the offense as a whole ma- is managed and and so the production can take a step back but that doesn't mean that he's not a better quarterback and we've already seen it to a certain degree uh, in, in his two games at Notre Dame where, thank you, where he has put up really good numbers from in, in a lot of ways, even though the yardage numbers haven't necessarily been there as a whole, partly as again, partly because he hasn't played a ton. 
you know, but we haven't seen him throwing a bunch of deep balls. We haven't seen him ripping teams up and things along those lines. But you look at his yards per attempt, he's at 11.6. You know, his passer rating is over 225. He's completing over 80% of his passes. And, and you say to yourself, and I, I know I've said to myself, and I'm sure all of you have as well, but you're like, that can't continue, right? Like Sam Hartman's not going to go through the season and complete 82.5% of his passes, right? Like it's just, it's not feasible. It's just not an, I mean, last year, the, the all time, the best mark last year was 72.2, but year before that it was 73.9 year before that it was 77.84 by Mac Jones, 76.3 by Joe Burrow, 73.1 in the year in 2018, 70.5 in 2017, 70.9 in 2016, 71.9 in 2015. You guys get the point, right? Like Sam Hartman's not going to go out there and complete 82.5% of his passes, but what is sort of the baseline? What, what does it look like for a quarterback at Notre Dame that's as good as he is and, and as good as what, you know, what, with what Notre Dame can do, how can that go together? And those are things that we're going to find out in this contest. You look at, you know, well, this contest is going to give us a, a sample of that. You know, I talked before about, you know, Notre Dame hasn't had a lot of big plays in the past game, like big, big plays, but Stan Hartman's still averaging 11.1 yards per attempt. Again, last year, best mark was 9.5. Uh, 11.9 by Grayson McCall the year before. Best power five mark was 10.1. year before that, Mac Jones went 11.2. Joe Burrow was 11.3. So, you know, that number, you say, well, maybe that's more sustainable. We'll find out, right? And these are the kind of teams that you find that out about. So you ask yourself, you know, like, what's the baseline? You know, what is, what is okay, when you're playing a good competition, what is the expectation? And I don't think NC State's necessarily a great team yet, but I think this defense is very good. I think they're coached very well. I put an article out today where I talked about the importance of the offensive line. They got to play at a very high level because last two years, NC State's been one of the best run defenses in college football. They've been one of the best defenses in college football in regard to put, uh, producing tackles for loss. They've been top 20 at both. They've been one of the best scoring defenses in college football. They've been one of the best passing defenses the last two years. This is a heck of a test, and obviously they made Sam Hartman a very inefficient quarterback in their matchups. And, and so I think that that that's going to be a big part of this. But then there's the specific, okay, what does what is Sam Hartman able to do, and what is this Notre Dame offense able to do against NC State relative to what they've done in the past? That's the other part of it. I'm going to pull up this uh, graphic here real quick and present this to you. So let's take a look at this right here. This is These are some interesting aspects of – you know, as I said, what can Sam Hartman do for Notre Dame, but also what Notre Dame can do for Sam Hartman. And that's the next kind of part of what I want to dive into here. When you look at the, this is Sam Hartman against NC State the last two years, three years, and that's what the top graphic is. And you see last year, 30 to 21 loss. Sam Hartman went 29 of 48 for 397 yards, a lot of yards, but the two touchdowns uh, were negated by the three interceptions. 8.3 yards per attempt is, is pretty good. Uh, it's it's definitely above average. 13.7 yards per catch is, is very good. 2021, in a 45 to 42 loss, he was very inefficient. And you saw NC State had uh, 200, he had 290 yards, three touchdowns, three picks, 6.2 yards per attempt, but 14.5 yards per catch. 2020 was probably his most steady game, as you see, 23 of 36. They had Kenny Walker that season, uh, 63.9 uh, completion rate, 236 yards, one touchdown, zero pick, only 6.6 .6 yards per attempt, only 10.2 yards uh, per completion. So those numbers obviously don't knock your socks off, 
right? And and they certainly don't mind. And and you look at the result, right? So over over a three year period, Sam Hartman has thrown six touchdown passes and against NC State. That's an average of two per game. He also rushed for a touchdown in 2021. So he actually had four touchdowns that he counted for against NC State in 2021. But you look at the overall production. Obviously, the yards, uh, you had one year where the yards were high in a loss, another year where the yards were lower in a, a loss. And then, you know, the, the the middle season where they got a win, the yards were good and not elite, but good. He averaged 307.6 yards uh, per game against NC State or against NC State the last three years. But here's the the part that I that I get into. And I'm going to I'm going to break down specifically what Notre Dame needs to do to ensure that Sam Hartman can eliminate some of the numbers here that were problematic. And we'll dive into that. But the first thing that, that you look at is when you compare the success Wake Forest had or the lack thereof, this right here, the bottom graphic right here, this part right here, let's look at this, this down here, right? This shows exactly why Sam Hartman needed to come to a place like Notre Dame because Sam Hartman's not Caleb Williams. This is no disrespect. He's not Caleb Williams. He's not the, the Trevor Lawrence. He's not that quarterback that can physically put a team on his shoulders. You know, if Sam Hartman gets into a playoff game against a team like 2019 Ohio State and they're shutting down the Notre Dame receivers and they can't throw the football and they can't run the football, he's not going to go out there and rush for 100 yards the way that, that, that Trevor Lawrence did in 2019. That's just not who he is. And Notre Dame should never ask him to be that. But what he is is a tremendous field general. And, and, and But, again, what's a great general needs the supporting cast. You've got to have the, 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 the talent around you to then go lead your team to success. And at Wake Forest, he just simply did not have that in enough places. Receiver-wise, he did, and that led to a lot of the production. But from a run game standpoint, he didn't. And for those who, who – can't see this when I when I publish the podcast later, or if you are watching the you know you're doing the YouTube channel, but you're not listening, you're just you're you're not watching, you're just listening. I'll read you the production. Last year, NC State rushed for, or excuse me, Wake Forest rushed for 17 yards on 25 carries, and 2021, NC State or Wake Forest rushed for 116 yards on 44 carries, 2.6 per attempt, and in 2020. They rushed for the best mark they had, 149 yards on 49 carries, just 3.0 yards per attempt. That's been a big problem. Here's problem number two. And we'll as we dive into problem number two, I'm going to start focusing on what Notre Dame needs to do to be better. Actually, let's stick with the first one because we need to talk about that. First one, Notre Dame needs to be able to run the football on NC State. And this is much easier said than done. And and we've talked, we talked a little bit about this yesterday. We'll talk about this more tomorrow when we do keys to victory because this is an important piece. NC State is a very good rushing defense. I mentioned this last night. They had two games where they gave up, um, you know, th- actually three games last year where, the, where their production wasn't great last season uh, from a run defense standpoint. You look at the wake at the the Florida State game last season where they gave up 206 rushing yards. And you break that game down. Let me pull up the box score. Jordan Travis had over 100 yards rushing that game. I'm going to give you the specific number right now. Jordan Travis had 108 yards on seven carries, including a 71-yard run. The rest of the running backs accounted for 98 yards in that game on 21 carries and one touchdown uh, for NC State last season. 
uh, excuse me, for Florida State last season. So the production came from Jordan Travis. You look at uh, the other game that they gave up yards was against Syracuse in a in NC State lost twenty four nine to Syracuse. And you look at Syracuse's production in that game from a rushing standpoint. Syracuse rushed for one hundred seventy nine yards in that game. Sean Tucker had ninety eight on fourteen carries thanks to a thirty eight yard gain, which is a good production. But then Garrett Schrader had eighty one yards on sixteen carries. It's their quarterback, so a lot of their production as well came from their quarterback. And then Louisville is the one team that that was able to run on NC State last year. They had 192 yards against NC State last year. And theirs did come from running backs, mostly running backs anyway. Uh, Brock Dorman, their starting quarterback, had 26 yards rushing. But Jawar Jordan had 105 yards, and then Maurice Turner had 59 yards. So their two running backs combined for 164 yards on 34, 31 carries, which helped them uh, win that football game. But most of the production last season, if when they had it, came with the quarterback run. Well, that's, again, not who Sam Hartman is. If you're looking for last-minute tickets to this weekend's big matchup between Notre Dame and NC State, Game Time is the place for you. They take the stress out of buying tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That's gametime.co. You look at what NC State did against Wake Forest last season when it comes to their rushing defense. As we as we talked before, they give up 17 yards on 25 carries. It's going to be very hard for Notre Dame to run the fo- to win this football game if they don't run the football. It's going to be very hard, hard for Sam Hartman to execute the offense with the efficiency and explosive that's needed if Notre Dame can't run the football. And NC State's going to do everything they can to stop the run. Look, Tennessee State did that. Navy did that. They're going to watch the Tennessee State game. They're going to see a lot of the mistakes that Notre Dame made, handling some of the pressures, especially the pressures that came from depth. So Tennessee State did a lot of you know outside outside pressures. They did a lot of third-level pressures where they would insert extra guys into the box uh, from outside the box to stop the run. That's very much in line with what NC State does and what NC State believes in. So they're going to shut down the run. And they're going to say, hey, if we're going to, if we're going to, we, we beat Sam Hartman last year with A.T. Perry, you know, with Jamal Banks, with Donovan Green, you know, with, with Taylor Marin. We beat him with those receivers. Guess what? They don't have that at Notre Dame. That's the perception. And if I was another team, I would understand, I would feel that way. 
and and we'll dive into you know we'll, we'll have to dive into kind of the, some of the different things that they do and and we'll discuss a little bit more tomorrow but the fact of the matter is you've got to run, be able to run, establish the run now does no need to run out go out there and run for 250 yards in this game no they don't if it's it's more about give your offense a good steady dose be able to have a nice steady dose of success on first and second down to get yourself in more third manageable situations to get yourself in where you're where you're even avoiding first downs to begin with where if you feel like throwing the football on first down, you're not deathly afraid of doing that because you know you can't run the ball on second down. So if you throw an incomplete pass on first down, you're not going to be able to run on second down. So you're almost dooming yourself to a third and long if you don't complete the pass on first down. That's going to impact the play caller's mindset going you know, as he goes through a game if you're struggling to run the football on first down. So being able to to run the football is going to be key. And that's why I wrote the article I wrote this morning and published at hoursbreakdown.com about how the offensive line thriving is really the key to the game. If Sam Hartman has a big game, that's on him, right? But it doesn't happen without the offensive line and the run game doing their part. And that's something he's never had against NC State. And and he's going to need that. He's going to need that. The whole point of Sam Hartman coming to Notre Dame was to be surrounded by a better, better talent, right? I mean, that's the whole point. Better defense, better line, better run game. Well, what's the point of coming to Notre Dame if when you get into these situations, you don't run the ball any better than the Wake Forest offenses did. It's imperative that they come out and win that football game or uh, run the football, which is going to help them win this football game. That's obviously a big part of it. Here's another statistic that led to Sam Hartman's lack of success uh, against NC State in recent seasons, and that is pressure. Now, NC State has not been like a great, like a huge sack team in recent years, like last season, I, I mentioned, I, I think, what did I say yesterday? They ranked, what was it like um, 16th or 17th in, in tackles for loss? Let me pull up this, these numbers. NC State last year was 16th in tackles for loss last season. And then you look at, actually, I think I have these numbers here in front of me. Yes, I do. Got my sheet from my, uh, my notes for my article for this morning. They were 17th last year in tackles for loss. They were 17th in 2020 in tackles for loss. And that that's tackles for, for loss per game. And, and I prefer that number over total tackles for loss because teams don't always play the same number of games. And that was especially true in 2020. So that's the, that number's tackles for loss. And obviously they've had a lot of success doing that against, against uh, Wake Forest in recent years. And so last year, uh, or excuse me, uh, yeah, last year in the game against Wake Forest, NC State had nine tackles for loss. And they had, uh, so I got it written down here. They had, uh, where did I put my sack numbers? They had four sacks, four sacks, nine tackles for loss. So four sacks in the pass game, five tackles for loss in the run game. You look at 2021 and you look at the production there. You look at tackles for loss in 2021. Uh, Wake Forest against NC State had, it's down here, five tackles for loss and three sacks. You know, a little, little bit better, but that's still negative production. And then in 2020, it was really not good. They had uh, 12 tackles for loss against NC State and six sacks against NC State in a 45 to 42 win. So, and then when you look at just the overall pressures and the way that they've been able to, to pressure the quarterback in recent seasons, uh, they've been they've been able to have a lot of success getting after the quarterback, even when they weren't getting sacks. According to Pro Football Focus last year, uh, NC State had had uh, 30 pressures against Wake Forest, 30 total pressures, and six of those pressures were uh, resulted in hits on the quarterback, either sacks or hits on the quarterback. So six times 
in, in that matchup that season. And then you look at 2021, again, these numbers are, are uh, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, against Wake Forest, they had 20 pressures, but seven hits on the quarterback. Uh, obviously, sacks or hits on the quarterback. So a lot, of, a lot of pressures in that game. They had four. They batted four passes. They batted down four passes last season or in 2021 as well in that matchup. And then you go to the 2020 game, which was uh, their first game of the season that year. And NC State had 27 pressures on Sam Hartman and had 12 hits on the quarterback, either sacks or hits on the quarterback. So they've been able to get consistent pressure on Sam Hartman. And it's not just the sacks. It's the hits. It's the pressures. It's the being in his face. And you're talking about 50% or more uh, on dropbacks. They're getting a pressure on the quarterback in some of these games. That's just the something that Notre Dame's offensive line, again, cannot allow to happen. What's When you're a quarterback and you come to Notre Dame, the whole point is to say, I'm going to play behind a great offensive line, or that's one of the big points. And I'm going to play behind a great offensive line. And this is the kind of game where that offensive line has to make their money, so to speak, and has to prove that, yeah, if you're a quarterback, you want to be behind this line because in games like this, they're going to protect you and they're going to establish the run, which also, to a degree, protects you. But when I say protection, I mean directly protects you. Uh, I, I don't. I, Coach Freeman said that he was he he liked the pass pro against Tennessee State. I, I don't agree with that. I didn't agree with that takeaway. I didn't like the pass pro, especially early. There was a couple times they forced Sam Hartman to scramble. He, we, we broke this down in the upon further review. There was a couple really big missed opportunities. Wake Forest is, or NC State is going to bring pressure from all over. They're going to blitz corners. They're going to blitz safeties. They're going to blitz linebackers. They're going to run twists. They're going to run stunts. They're going to, they do a lot of overload pressures. So overload pressures uh, from a side, they'll only bring five, which if you just go by the very raw definition of a blitz, which I don't necessarily, it needs to be more than that you know, hey, you, you bring five or you bring six. And and to me, a pressure is either you bring more numbers than I have blockers total, which is an obvious one. But then the other way to blitz where you're not bringing six, seven, eight guys is an overload pressure from the side. NC State does a lot of that. They bring a lot of weak side pressure and, and they'll bring some strong side pressure, but a lot of weak side pressure where, you know, you have your basically your guard, your tackle in a back, and then they'll bring kind of four. So they'll slant some of that side bring another guy crashing through and then bring two off the edge. They'll slant a guy in, bring another guy off the edge. Uh, you know, so they'll, they'll try to bring an inside pressure uh, to, to take on the back, right? So you have a bring like an A-gap pressure where the back's got to step up from the second level. And then you bring like a slant in front of the tackle's face and then a guy off the edge. Now you may have, an, you may have enough numbers that account for it, but they do it so aggressively and so fast that a lot of times the tackle and guard don't get out to those those games fast enough. So the tackle steps down, the guard's not quick enough to get in front of the guy slanting. Or the guard can get over to help and, and get the guy slanting, but the tackle doesn't get off that double team uh, fast enough to get the guy that's slanting outside of the guy that's firing off outside, and you get pressure on the quarterback. They do a lot of that stuff. The uh, Sam Hartman has to help himself by making sure the protections are set effectively. And then getting the ball out when he knows they can't protect, they can't block a guy. So, you know, based on the pre-snap look, you can say, okay, if they bring four here, we can't block that guy. I got to know that. And if he does come, I've got to get rid of the football here. And then I've, of course, set the protections. But the offensive line has to finish blocks. They have to do a better job of sustaining blocks in the pass game, finishing blocks in the pass game, and giving Sam Hartman time to throw the football. That is a huge key to this game. And to me, establishing the run is important, but they've got to protect the quarterback. If you watch last year's game, 
in the last two years games when most of Sam Hartman's mistakes were because he was getting pressured and he would try to make a play and, and it would, it would, it would it hurt him. The first pick he threw last year was, and this is where the run game comes into play was a play where he thought he had a guy crossing and somebody dropped into coverage and just, he didn't see it and picked it off because they were disguised the coverage very well. If Notre Dame's not able to run the football, effectively and the and the box is able to kind of create those negatives and then they can't push the defensive line off the ball and the linebackers are getting through and all those type of things then what's going to happen is that's going to allow them to do a lot more disguising pressure so they're going to they're going to put guys in the box and they're going to drop guys they're going to disguise pressures they're going to show you know uh eight 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 in the box or three three and then you know bring a safety down and, and maybe have a you know another guy over there i i would i could see nc state trying to you know, out of their three feet, three, five, being able to do some things that uh, uh, maybe they get extra body, you know, bigger body in the field. I'm very curious how they're going to handle that against Notre Dame with Notre Dame being able to run the ball. Do they, do they try to change and adapt their personnel at all? Maybe get a fourth backer on the field. Uh, you know, those are going to be interesting things Notre Dame has to be prepared for, but if they stay true to their three, three, five, then they're, they're going to do a lot of things to try to create havoc in the run game and they have to handle that, but they also have to be able to, keep NC State in the box. And so what happens is, is if Notre Dame is able to effectively run the football, then that forces NC State to keep those guys down and, and continue to attack the run, which then should open up opportunities in the play action game that he didn't really have. Wake Forest liked to run a lot of play action, but the reason a lot of that stuff never worked against NC State is because they could never run the football. So they would be doing that slow mesh, and NC State's like, we don't care. Our five are whooping your five. So we still have six guys in coverage. And that created a lot of tip balls with Sam Hartman, in uh, NC State, it created a lot of him having to throw into the tight windows when he did complete passes. I mean, some of the completions he had last year, like, good Lord. Like, I, that, that's a heck of a throw right there. And same thing with the 2021 game. And and you, what it did, however, is it allowed him – it allowed NC State to force turnovers. One of his picks was like a bad – you know, guy that kind of hit off one of his guys and there was some of that stuff. But it was a, it was a, it was a tight window throw. If Notre Dame's able to run the football – it keeps NC State more condensed. It opens up more of those downfield opportunities, the outside one-on-ones, the over-the-middle stuff, the play actions, uh, the the back out of the backfield and, and allowing the backs to get leverage outside. But it all has to come down to establishing the running game and protecting the quarterback. If you do that, then Sam Hartman's going to thrive against NC State. I, I wholeheartedly believe that because when he did have a clean pocket – against NC state in those games, he was successful. He, he, he was, he was good in those games. And so uh, that's, a, it's going to be a big key. I'm actually going to uh, pull this up real quick. Cause I, I am curious about what the specific numbers were uh, against them and against NC state. So yeah, here, here you go. So against NC state in 2021, actually let's start with 2022. Let's go to that game in 2022. Uh, see. Sometimes this, uh, this whole website can be a little, little frustrating to navigate through. So let's go to last season and Sam Hartman last season, when he uh, was under pressure through two picks, two of his picks were when he was under pressure, he did have a pet, a, a pick from a clean pocket, but uh, he, he completed over 61% of his passes last season in a clean pocket. And when you look at, um, you know, just the, the ability to, to, protect the quarterback. Again, that's a big part of it. They were able to get the ball down the field last year 
against against NC State, but a lot of his success came in the short game from a completion percentage, but they didn't get a lot of yards because they were, again, NC State was able to drop guys into coverage. Uh, they should, if you're able to run the football, it's going to open up more opportunities. When you look at 2021, uh, when Sam Hartman was pressured in 2021, as I mentioned, he threw two uh, interceptions under pressure in 2021. So two of his three interceptions were uh, while facing pressure. You can just look at his overall numbers. Where did it go? Here we go. I keep looking for Wake Forest, but it's actually NC State. So under pressure in 2021 is even worse. He went two of 11. Uh, and through zero touchdowns and two picks. When he had a clean pocket in 2021, he threw for 268 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. So obviously there's much, much better production uh, that season than he had the year before. And then let's go to 2020 and look at that number. And Wake Forest in that game, Sam Hartman, um, see under pressure, only through he went seven of twelve for sixty four yards under pressure. So no big plays, no 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 yak, uh, five point three yards per attempt. That that just obviously that stuff wasn't there. So key is when he's kept clean, he's much better. The numbers are much better. That's not rocket science. That's true to a lot of places, but I think it's going to be especially true in this game because even in those games where he was kept clean, if you break the games down, NC State a lot of times was dropping seven or eight guys into coverage because they had no respect for the Wake Forest run game and because their defensive line was kicking the Wake Forest offensive lines behinds. That's going to be a big part of this game. So when you look at the breakdown, Sam Hartman against Notre Dame or Sam Hartman with Notre Dame against NC State, if it's going to be about what does the supporting cast do? Does the supporting cast step up and give him the, the aid that he didn't have at Wake Forest? Uh, running the football, protecting the quarterback, being disciplined, being smart, not allowing run-throughs, limiting tackles for loss, limiting hits on the quarterback, all those type of things. And then can the receivers provide the help that he did have at Wake Forest, which is when he does get time, when he does get a clean pocket, if the running game is going and he's getting the ball out there, are they running? Are they coming off the line with urgency? Are they snapping off their routes? Are they making contested catches? Are they getting free? That's going to be the other part of it. And that's a that's another unknown about this Notre Dame football team. They've been able to just kind of out-talent some not very good teams in the last first two weeks. From a pass game standpoint, this is going to be a much, much tougher test for Notre Dame. And so if Sam Hartman wants to get into his career against NC State with a W, he's going to have to obviously play clean football. That's going to be his task. Don't try to play hero ball against NC State. Trust your defense enough because this is the third piece. The, the the look at what he get, his team gave up the last three years, thirty points last year against a bad offense, a bad state offense, forty two the year before, forty five the year before. So in three games against NC State, say, Wake Forest and uh, with Sam Hartman a quarterback averaged thirty nine points a game. If if you're Sam Hartman, you have to understand that's the that could arguably be the biggest difference between what he had at Wake Forest and what he has at Notre Dame. It's a much better defense. You don't have to play hero ball. You don't have to 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 force balls into triple coverage. You don't it's okay to just throw it away. It's okay to just scramble and take what you can get. It's okay sometimes to even take a sack. Don't turn the football over, but then also don't be unwilling to take some chances when they're there. Just be smart about it. And, and take some of those chances when it's a one-on-one and those type of things. And so um, 
that's that's something that I look forward to and say, hey, listen, if they're able to if they're able to protect the quarterback and run the football and Sam Hartman play smart, then Notre Dame is going to be okay. And that's that's going to be the the end of the bargain Sam Hartman has to hold up if the offensive line and run game is able to do what they need to do. It's play cleaner football without getting into the the other problem that Notre Dame quarterbacks have had, which is they're unwilling to take any chances. And that's where that middle ground needs to be found. And if all those things click, this is going to be a really, really big win for Notre Dame uh, because I do like the matchup of the Notre Dame defense against NC State offense, which we're going to talk about here in a minute when we get into uh, when we get into how you defend Brennan Armstrong. So before we do that, I'm going to do a I'm going to take a quick 30 second intermission. So I'm going to play I'm going to play the Irish breakdown music. I'm going to have the countdown going on. And then I'm going to come back and we're going to get rocking and rolling on what Notre Dame needs to do to defend Brennan Armstrong. 